y'all welcome back to another episode of candy confessions i'm zay and i'm jada and on today's episode we're going to be talking about how do we say that we're going to be talking about the dark skin fetish that's a good one (laughs) (laughs) the dark skin fetish i think that's perfect to call it the dark skin fetish because that's kind of what it was yeah absolutely because if y'all haven't seen us like the people who only listen and don't watch, we're both dark-skinned women. Yes. So we have every right and are entitled to the statements <laughs> we're about to make in this episode. <laughs> entitled. No, for real. So, okay. We're going to let Jada talk on it because I feel like Jada don't, don't be giving y'all enough. And I know oh. she'd be having a lot to say. So, Jada, mm-hmm. I want you to talk about your experience growing up as a dark-skinned girl into woman and what that was like. Oh, absolutely. Um, I would love to speak on this. So basically, yeah, I've been waiting on this. <laughs> no, because it's it's been a journey. Let's be honest. So starting out, I went to, um, I, I'll go ahead and start when I was at like a predominantly white school, right? So that was about second, third grade, maybe third, third and fourth. That's when I realized like my blackness. Like that's when I realized my skin tone and you know, dealt with a lot of racism and stuff like that. Uh, I would wear my hair big and curly. I was called Oprah. Mind you, I'm in the third or fourth grade. Like, <laughs> yes, I was very sad. Um, yeah, they called me Oprah. <laughs> that's supposed to be like a diss. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's supposed to be disrespectful. Like, thank you for calling me a rich black woman. No, literally. I have no idea. I know that the kid, we were young. It was a little white boy. And he was like, or a little Caucasian young man. For those who are listening that are not black <laughs> so um, <laughs> so he was like um you look like oprah and i i didn't obviously at the time like i'm a kid so i didn't even know what that was like i mean i, I knew who oprah was but i didn't know that my hair being out made me look like her which obviously we don't look alike you know if anybody right. ever saw me i don't look like that woman so anyway that was when i first realized i was different quote unquote um, going into element like the end of elementary school in the middle school is when my darkness quote-unquote dark skinness I should say was mm-hmm. really highlighted and that was when a lot of my friends would just which is horrible that, that they were my friends but they made it very clear that I was not like them I had a light-skinned best mm-hmm. friend and I had a brown-skinned best friend and um, they made it very clear that I was a dark-skinned girl like at that time and even if they don't remember, like, you know, because I don't, I doubt they ever listen to this damn podcast. But like, if they ever just so happen to come across this clip. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, it was, it was very prominent. I remember, like, statements just being made, like, you know, the old-fashioned Tara Baby, Midnight, um, all of that. Those were things that were thrown at me quite often. And that I remember struggling a lot with that. I remember going to my mom about that um, quite often and even talking to her, just basically saying like, mom, like, I don't feel beautiful. Like, you know, and of course, like being so young, I just said, I don't feel beautiful. I was just like, mom, I'm ugly. And she was like, you're not ugly. You're beautiful. And I love my mom, but unfortunately she did enable me to want to be lighter because she would tell me, okay, well, why don't we spend less time in the sun and, and mm-hmm. just little things that she didn't realize she was instilling within me. Um, I know she would get upset during the summertime when I was really young. And this was before, again, before I even knew about my skin tone. When I was really young, she would be like, Jada, like, don't be spending all this time in the sun. Like, you need to come in the house. Like, I was a kid. I was playing outside. We, we was kicking it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not thinking about my skin tone. I was thinking about none of that. And 
she would bring that stuff up. And so when I started to bring up my skin tone, when in, you know, when in middle school, that's when she started giving me bleaching cream. Um, whether anybody knows that or not. Yeah. So I was using Ambi. I don't know if anybody knows about knows about that. It's, for, it's supposed that to be for blemishes. Cream, yeah. yeah. It's supposed to be like a fading cream, but I use it all over my face, my body. I will say, and shameless plug, like, you know, not a sponsor, obviously, but they did get rid of my stretch marks. I ain't going to sit here and cap. So <laughs> they got rid of my stretch marks because <laughs> they was, I had really dark stretch marks like on the sides of my hips or whatever. They're gone. But mm-hmm. I, in regards to just my skin tone, no. If anything, oh, I was just, I was an ashy black, if anything, because of the, because of the, <laughs> So that was, that's what it was like for me. It was mainly middle school. Once I hit high school, I ended up going back to a predominantly white school again. And my skin tone wasn't really a problem there. Uh, I remember we went on this retreat. Oh my gosh, it was so embarrassing. We went on like our freshman retreat or sophomore retreat or something. And all the girls were like sitting in this like sister circle. And we were all saying like... (laughs) We were all telling each other, like, oh, what's something that, you know, you wish you could change about yourself or something that, you know, you went through. And, you know, if you could go back and tell your younger self. And I remember being so stupid and sharing with these white women because I was the only black girl besides, like, my friend. And she was super yellow. Like, yeah. Anyway, um, again, this is at a totally different school, totally different people. And I remember telling them, like... I remember, like, you know, trying to be lighter. And what white people going to say to that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, literally, like, they were, their responses, they were so uncomfortable. They're just like, Jada, you're gorgeous. Like, I love your skin. I think you're so pretty. Like, you're the prettiest black girl I've ever seen. And I was so stupid that day. Like, I don't know why in the world I ever shared that with them. That was dumb on my part. But ever since then, like, I never really had a problem with my skin tone after that. When I, when I, got into my junior and senior year I did not care anymore I was very much I was a lot more comfortable in my skin but I wouldn't say being dark skin was less of an insecurity so that that's my little background story so let's talk about like with the boys though growing up with the boys how did that change from being younger to being a teen to now okay high school okay yeah so in middle school mainly uh the boys obviously were all like oh jada you black as hell like you know you're ugly and they always equated my dark skinness to me being ugly like they could never pinpoint anything besides my forehead they would say you got a giant forehead but other than that though like they never really said like these are the reasons why you're ugly like your eyes or your nose like it was always just you're black and so at the time of course i didn't realize y'all don't have nothing else to say like it's not my features it's just right, my, the right. color of my skin. Yeah. If I was light-skinned, would I be ugly? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So it's interesting, like, looking back to be able to kind of think, like, okay, they weren't able to pinpoint anything else. And so back then, yeah, like, the boys were horrible to me. And even into high school, it was so funny because obviously people always say, like, oh, you know, they, they all hit me up now. Like, you know, back then y'all didn't mm-hmm. want me, you know. But yeah, in all honesty, all though, you know, literally – in all honesty, now I like obviously, yeah, I do get people that hit me up here and there, but I feel like most of them are just kind of telling me like you really grew into yourself and you're like you really are a beautiful like young lady now. And so I take it with Loki with a grain of salt though, because I'm like, y'all was like violating me as a kid. So like the stuff y'all was saying was really messed up. Um, I don't remember all of it, but I just remember, like, I would be very herbie, crying at home, stuff like that, and just thinking I was hideous, and that's something I still struggle with to this day, is thinking I'm not as pretty as, as you know, other girls or whatever, like, and that's something I'm still working on, you know, insecurities and stuff like that, 
but it obviously changed especially now like i feel like black women dark-skinned women it's this fad you know what i'm saying like oh i want me a chocolate girl i want me a girl that's like real brown and dark and da 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 like hershey kiss skin it's this fad now like and it became a fad i'll probably say like for me personally i noticed it became a fad like in 2016 so like my my senior year of high school all the way up until now it seems like it's been this thing where people want to like men want a dark-skinned woman like on their arm and stuff like that and and you see more instagram models that are dark-skinned and we start to talk about oh representation but if we're being honest i don't see that much representation i feel like the black girls we see on tv um are still very yellow uh love me some yara shahidi but yellow uh love me some Halle bailey but yellow so you know what i'm saying like i feel like i still don't see that dark skin representation and don't bring up black panther please <laughs> because because like obviously there had, to be, like, there had to be several shades of dark like they were in freaking africa so yeah but other than that right. though like where's where's the representation truly so um so yeah i agree with that and you know with the representation growing up my mom and my dad were really into that old school music. And so me, I love the 90s. Mm-hmm. And when you look back in the day at like the 90s videos and things like that, even back then, like you see, you saw more dark skinned women in those videos back then than you do. Well, no, maybe not. Mm, maybe it's I not agree more with than, you. Right? But I, cause I, I agree feel with like, you, yeah. Even if now there was more, like if there was more representation in music videos, I feel like back then it was more appreciated because it wasn't, they were dark skin and beautiful and it wasn't just because they got all these assets. So again, I feel like it, it turned into a fetish. It went from being something that was genuinely appreciated and valued to now it's just, this is the trend to have a dark skinned woman or to want a dark skinned woman and it's beautiful. And so for me, one thing that um, I feel like affected my self-esteem also was that my mom is way lighter than me. And so growing up, I, my my younger sister is lighter than me too. And so, you know, people would look at my little sister and say how beautiful she was and how you look just like your mama. And they would tell me you look like your daddy. And y'all know when, when somebody tell you like your daddy, it's like, mm, you being shady because yeah. I don't want to look just like my daddy. But I was dark skinned like my dad. And I dealt with that all the years of my life up until high school, up until I graduated high school and I was 2014. And so- I know Jada mentioned being in school, like middle school. Jada also was, you know, with a lot of white people. And so was I, because I moved from New York to Pennsylvania. And at the time it was like 2004, Pennsylvania ain't never seen no black woman like me, black girl, dark skin like that. I was probably the darkest thing they don't ever seen besides nighttime, like for real. And so from that, they were very rude those white people were very mean and white kids and I'll never forget my first instance of like I already realized when I got to PA that's when I realized like okay Zay your skin matters like something you're different yeah I like this boy and I'm gonna say his name his name was Zach this white kid and I'll never forget I had a mutual friend and the mutual friend knew that I like Zach he walked up to Zach and told Zach, like, oh, Zaysha likes you. Zach ain't know I was right there in earshot. And he was like, well, I would like her if she wasn't so black or if she wasn't black. And it broke me. And I was like, what? And that was just the beginning. So, like, all the nicknames you heard, Jada, Tar Baby, Autumn, all that stuff, I heard that too. That I was ugly. You know, my lips were big. My lips were black. Like, I wasn't cute. And when it came to the boys, nobody wanted to give me the time of day, honey. 
Like, if somebody told those boys, oh, Zaysha likes you, they looking at me like, eh, okay, like, mm, okay, that's nice. But it was even friends, like close friends of mine that would make fun of me and try to like, and I'm just like, how you call yourself a friend of mine and you trying to make me feel crappy for the color of my skin? Mm-hmm. And I grew up hating myself. I know I used to come home. I never wanted to wear like skirts and stuff because my knees were dark. Yes. And I had like scars on my legs, right? And I used to come, I used to like get ready for school. My mom would be like, just put this skirt on. And she would be so frustrated. I'm like, no, I don't like my legs. I don't like my knees. Like they're going to make fun of me. It was so traumatic now that I look back on it because I'm like, I'm whatever. Because that's second grade to like fifth grade, like going through all that stuff. I'm like, I'm young. And all I can think about is how much I hate myself. And as I got older, old enough to have like MySpace page, right? I remember taking my pictures and every picture was bright. You wouldn't even be able to tell if I was white, black, because I was trying so hard to make myself look light skin because back then that's what was in. And so I know those girls asked you like, if there was anything you could change about yourself, what would it be? That was for me too. I was like, I want to be light skin. I wanted to change my name because I felt like not only am I dark skin, my name is weird. Like everything about me, I'm like, this ain't cool. I hated being dark skin. I had the worst relationship with my skin complexion for years. And even when my mom and dad would tell me, oh, you're beautiful, I didn't believe it. Because even my family was making fun of me. My cousins, they used to call me Haitian. My cousins used to make, like, that's why you Haitian. And back then, I'm like, well, what's wrong with being Haitian? But they they saw that as a, a diss. Like, you like, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't understand that. And so when I finally got into my first, like, real relationship, he was a dark-skinned man, too. And he hated himself, too. And I'll never forget, he used to tell me, well... Two dark skinned people don't look good together. So we can't take pictures because you're black and I'm black. And mind you, he was darker than me. And he was like, you know, you're black. I can't. So I never really felt like my skin was good enough until high school, like senior year, where people was like, oh, Zay, like I see you. Like now you beautiful. And I'll never forget, I left when I graduated high school. They made an Instagram page for like prettiest girl, prettiest dark-skinned girl they had like um rates or whatever like awards for high school and I got like prettiest dark-skinned girl and I'm just like what type of award is this because let's Wait. talk about those back uh, <laughs> yeah girl yeah wait a minute yes at your high school <laughs> well yes once I graduated on Instagram somebody made an anonymous page like awards for Pocono Mountain West because that was the school I went to and it was like best hair, funniest person in the school, you know, all of that stuff. And I got the award for the prettiest dark skin girl. Girl, why did school. I think you were talking about like what do they call it? Like senior superlatives or whatever. When you when they you know like what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, babe, the way we shutting it down. That is. Girl, but I remember seeing that. I'm like, first off, y'all giving me my flowers. I'm out of the school already. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, now I'm fine. Them same dudes that I had crushes on would be in my DM talking about some, oh, you sexy chocolate, you Hershey kiss, you beautiful. Like, screw all of you, respectfully, F all y'all. Because if I'm being honest with you, all y'all look crazy now. And I, and I wanted to say, right, the, the backhanded comments that we get, the you're pretty for a dark-skinned girl, that's not okay. That's not a compliment. Yeah. Cause what what you mean I'm pretty for? If if I'm pretty, I'm pretty. Yeah. And I just happen to be dark skinned. If you want to tell me I'm pretty, tell me you're beautiful because you're beautiful, not you the prettiest dark skin. Cause that's insinuating that most dark skinned women are not pretty, and I don't like that. 
Yeah. I want to even like address the whole dark skin equals manly because yes. for me, for me, even what you were saying about like looking like your dad, right? I noticed mm-hmm. that like for me personally, I it was mentioned quite a bit also that I look just like my father, which actually in reality I really do. Like compared oh, shut to up. My, I I'm just saying in general, like compared to my sister, I really do look like my dad. So whatever, right? But what I want to say is I noticed that like growing up, they would say that, well, at least some dudes was like, tell me like, oh, you manly or you like a man or whatever. Now I didn't hear that that often, but it was still something enough to where I, I remember it. Right. And I do believe that that's a whole thing within itself in regards to like people's just equating being dark skinned with manly. Like look at, um, why can't I think of her name right now? Serena Williams. And Serena's, they're not even really dark-skinned for real. But I noticed that. I noticed that, like, if you are a dark-skinned woman, they will equate you to looking like a man. And I think that is so crazy to me. Like, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, we can dive yeah. into that. If you want the, the manly thing, and I feel like it's like that because, like, they just don't, like, they just don't see the beauty. And I feel like when you see a dark-skinned woman, people assume automatically she's aggressive or she's assertive. And that's probably why, like, it, it goes with the whole, you look manly. It's, they just don't see the beauty in it. And if you are dark skin and you have more, like, white people features where, like, everything about you is just slim and trim, I feel like it may be a little different. But even that, it's like, even that, like, those women are still not people's first choice. Like, it, it really all comes down to our skin complexion. And I wonder, like, and if I'm being honest, you hear it more from Black men. Let's just keep it a hundred. Like, absolutely. There's a lot of white men, and I do believe that some white men out there like dark skinned women or black women in general because it's a fetish. I do agree with that. Like, yeah. but I will say that it's you'll be quicker to find a white man that is vocal about wanting a dark skinned woman than you would a black man. Absolutely. Because we already, as women, we get the trope that oh, black women are aggressive and black women are angry. So imagine being a black woman being dark skinned. That already adds on to it because now you're you're a black woman, you're dark skin, you're aggressive, you're angry. It's like we're last. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like most of the time we're last. And even though nowadays, like we said, it's become a trend. And so now people are more open to it. It's still not the way that it should be because yeah. it, it shouldn't even be some like. I don't know, like it's a rarity. Like, why is it a rarity for you to want to be with a dark skinned woman? And I understand a preference, but I feel like sometimes it it goes from being a preference into just dislike. Yes. Like y'all generally just don't think that we're attractive at all. Like we're just there's no beauty there at all. There's a, there's actually a few things I wanted to say that you brought up about having like you know uh, Eurocentric features, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember seeing this TikTok literally like two days ago, and I don't even think I sent it to you, girl. But it was just a black girl. She was very beautiful. But she said, mm-hmm. and I would still look good even if I was light-skinned because of my features. And mm-hmm. so I get what she was trying to say. But for mm-hmm. me, I don't know. It just wasn't hitting. Like, for me, it wasn't hitting. Like, I get it. Like, you have these. I feel like people get so proud of having, like, those white people. Like, I would be beautiful. Like, I want somebody with a fat-ass nose. Excuse my language. Mm-hmm. I want somebody with a big nose and big lips be able to say, yeah, I would still look good because of my features. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, because mm-hmm. I feel like people get so wrapped up into like having these white attributes. Like, for example, um, I know that for me personally with my mom, like she struggled a lot because her mother is light skinned. Her mother is very, mm-hmm. very 
she's basically mixed. My grandma's basically mixed. Yeah. 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 And my mom struggled with the whole like, okay, so when my grandma would pick her up from school, people would ask her, are you adopted? Because they were totally different shades. And of course, people out of ignorance don't realize that black people can have kids of all colors, all shades. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so with that, it internalized this trauma in my mom that she put on to me. And I know I was bringing up like Eurocentric features, but like my grandma has all that. You know what I'm saying? She has like the nose and the mouth and the eyes. And she looks very much like a white woman sometimes. And she don't ever tell her that she would scream. <laughs> She's very pl- proud of her blackness. And that's one thing I will say that I'm very grateful for is that my grandmother never saw a color, no matter how yellow she was. It was my mom that saw the color because of everything she went through that she put in me. My grandma, when it was time to go to grandma's house, she didn't give a damn if you were black as night. She just knew you were healthy and that you were beautiful. And I was very grateful for that. But yeah, I just wanted to mention that because I feel like people get so wrapped up in having those features as well. And it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a, well, I have these white features. So that makes me beautiful no matter what skin tone I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, Cause then we're still getting sucked up in that colorism. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So that was one thing. The other thing that dude that I sent you, that screenshot I sent you from that dude from Twitter, mm-hmm. the lady was talking about, I forgot what she was talking about, but it had nothing to do with what he said. And he was just angry. And he replied oh, yeah. to her. You remember what I'm talking about? He replied yep. to her and was like, yeah. <laughs> was talking about Which like, why, like black women always mad. This is why, because da da da. And it had nothing to do with that at all. Nothing to do with what <laughs> she was saying. She was just talking, I think she was talking about representation or something yeah. and he got so angry and it's just like and it was a black man i want to mention that because like you said it doesn't it doesn't really come from these other races hispanic white it don't come from them it come from the black yeah. men colorism black men. is so strong in our community and of course we know what's rooted from you know the south we know what's rooted from racism that turned into colorism and being white passing and all this mm. stuff and the lighter you are the better you are because then that means your life is a little bit easier we get yeah. that but i wish I wish it was more prominent in our community to know that, oh, that's why I don't like a dark-skinned woman. Or that's why, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, I wish you could that understand. Us, right? Yes. Like, I, I would rather it be from a place of understanding rather than a place of, like, ignorance and be like, well, I don't like dark-skinned women because it's, like, which is still stupid and it doesn't matter what your reasoning is. It's dumb. But at the end of the day, though, like like you said, if it's a preference, that's one thing. But I feel like it's straight up just colorism and it's ingrained in us. Yeah. It, yeah. And I agree with the whole... Um it being ingrained and I feel like I want to say that like I don't want people to think that we're one of those we're those women that is quick to like it's the black men because you know it's not even like that but sometimes you got to step outside of yourself and take a step back and look at how things are and I feel like as a as black men y'all should be able to step back and say you know what I can see that because let's be honest like you said with the Eurocentric features Growing up, that's what dudes liked. They loved if you were light-skinned. If you were Spanish, that was an extra cherry on top. So that's what people wanted. And so us, it's like we saw that. And I feel like for a lot of, for that woman on TikTok to be like, and I would still be pretty because of my features. Like you tr- you basically are trying to say that like light skin and having those Eurocentric features is like perfection. Yeah. Like that's just, that's the standard that everybody has to be at. And we just, we're not there. And I wish that more black people, black men, I'm sorry, were would stick up for us. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and I hate to sound like, woe is me, but it's hard. Because as a black man, a dark-skinned black man, 
do that do y'all have to worry about that like do you feel like women are not going to prefer you because you're a darker skinned man like i wonder if that's an issue in the men the man men community yeah that's right? a really great question i would love to <laughs> to dive into the right? brain of a dark skinned man because those are the well some of the dark skinned men that i've met have been the ones that go after lighter skinned women that go after what is why i'm actually kind of surprised that the guy that you dated was willing to even date you even though he was talking about some two dark skin people don't look good together mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like so what insecurities yeah. did you have you know what i'm saying like not you but him but um but i, I would love to kind of like i would love to ask a dark skin man and be like what do you think about this because i've noticed that some of those are the ones that seem like they even like have this hatred or whatever for their own mothers and yeah. they are the ones that go after lighten up white hispanic all these things and then they're also becoming fetishized as well yeah um because mm-hmm. of course these white girls want to go after the the darkest johnny they can find mm-hmm. and be like i'm gonna have these mixed babies with curly hair yes. and and <laughs> yep you are absolutely right it's yeah it's a mess but, but you know what i want to say i think um because like i said with my ex Okay, and he wasn't everybody's cup of tea. So not only was he dark skinned, but he wasn't like, oh, like the most attractive man in the world. And I think that plays a part too. But I think the dark skinned men nowadays who go after light skin, it probably is ingrained in them that like, I feel like it takes a lot of strength as a dark skinned man to choose a dark skinned woman because I know they probably get looks. If they're in the store together and there's two dark skinned people together, people probably look at them like, hmm. Because they're both dark skin. It takes strength. It takes a lot of strength and confidence being a dark skin person, a dark skin woman or man. But imagine having it both together. I could understand why, if they don't want to be with a dark skin woman, that being an issue. Because they may not have the confidence to be like, I'm dark skin and beautiful, and my woman is dark skin and beautiful too. And together we're just a big old ball of beauty. It takes it's- a lot of confidence, and they may not have that confidence. Whereas if they're with a light skinned woman, it's like, okay, you're dark skin, you're light skin. I can see it. That looks a little better. Now I don't have to worry about what people are going to think if they see me and my dark skin girl walking with me, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. It's funny that you say that because we, we came across that couple today with their mm-hmm. beautiful chocolatey baby. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate when people, I want to mention that I do hate being referred to as candy, you know, as You do? I don't, it's not my favorite. I feel like it's very... You don't you don't go to a light skin girl and be like damn you so car-. like you know what I mean? like you know, like how to be all of this stuff like I don't I don't hear as many food references when it comes to these lighter skin girls like yeah they might say caramel but I feel like we we've, we've uh, uh, translated like caramel to be a skin tone so much that like and maybe we've done the same yeah. thing with chocolate but I don't know I I I don't like when man I'm like damn you so chocolate like get away from I don't mind it like it don't bother me either way I'm just like whatever. whatever (laughs) but i wanted to say i wanted to say did you notice if you go to those comments and i know obviously me and you have said that they were a beautiful family Mm -hmm. do you think it was also people were saying that they were a beautiful family because they were all dark skin because Mm -hmm. i feel like it's even more people well let me ask you this did you notice if those people commenting were dark skin themselves or was it a good i did not i did not even look at their profile Mm -hmm. pictures i was just reading what they said so that's a good point because Mm -hmm. if it's if is there more praise because like you said it is almost this this a fear almost to or confident Mm -hmm. thing that you have to have 
in order to be a dark skinned man with another dark skinned woman and have this dark skinned mm-hmm. family. Um, yeah. Well, like, are you thinking as a man, are my kids going to have it harder? Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because that's that's something within itself in regards to like police brutality all of that you know but yes and, and it's funny because mm-hmm. when i was younger and i thought about having kids the first thing i said i'm gonna be with a light-skinned man so my kids won't be as dark as me and have to experience you know and that was when mm-hmm. i was younger and i think that's why when i was young i had that white man phase where i only wanted a white man because i'm like if i have kids there's more of a chance that they're just going to be lighter and i don't want them to feel how i felt growing up and that could be a thing. And I don't know if the man would think about that or would it be the woman, a dark-skinned woman? Maybe they do. It's, I want to speak for me being a dark-skinned woman. For me, mm-hmm. when I thought about having kids, um, and I feel like I always got to disclaim, I do not have any children, you guys. Um, <laughs> but when I thought about it prior, uh, younger, when I had gone through my little you know, white man phase, I felt like, the first thing I thought about was their hair. I was like, oh, they're going to have some beautiful hair. Like, it was horrible. It was very mm-hmm. fetishy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I thought about their hair. I didn't, I thought about their skin tone as well. I thought about like, you know, oh, they will be like this beautiful, like tan or cream or whatever. Right. But not until like recently was when I started to think to myself, I'm going to love having some black babies and not even no weird, like, you know what I'm saying? But no, like genuinely, I feel like I'm going to be so willing to tell them how gorgeous they are every Mm -hmm. single day because I want them to know that their black is really beautiful and I'm not trying to sound so you know empowered and you know what I'm saying like I ain't trying to do all that but I really do believe especially now like I want to share family with a black man because I know that my kids will I don't care like I feel like people forget that just because you have kids with a white person or a Hispanic person, whatever, your kids are still black. You're yeah. still, your kids are still going to go through life a little bit differently than their cousins. Yes. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So for me, I'm like, what? why half-ass it? You know what I'm saying? We about to go all in. And I'm right. Thank you. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I feel like, I feel like for me personally, I want my kids to know and understand that even if they were darker than me, um, even if they spend 10 days in the sun, <laughs> that's never gonna, that's never gonna be a reason to feel like they're ugly or to hate what they look like. Because I went through so much, so much self-hatred with bleaching or trying to bleach my skin and all this other stuff, like, uh, starting to take, even recently, girl, you know, I was taking all that vitamin C. Now I wasn't taking it to get lighter. I was taking it to even out my skin tone, but I ended up mm-hmm. getting really pale and it looked weird because like my eyes were still dark because I have deep set eyes anyways. But it's just like, I don't want to go through that. I don't want my kids to go through that. I want to have beautiful black babies and I want them to know that they are beautiful, strong, independent black people, period. Mm-hmm. And I have two kids, two boys. And my when I first got pregnant, I thought that my first son was going to be yellow like his daddy. And now my husband isn't as yellow as he used to be, but he is lighter than me. And he's lighter than, he's my husband lighter than all of us. And my babies are brown. And I find myself feeling that way too, like knowing that they're brown and wanting to let them know how handsome they are and how cute they look. Because even though they are boys, like kids are cruel. Kids are still cruel. And I don't want them growing up thinking like, you know, somebody making fun of my skin or my skin is unacceptable. Like, no, you're beautiful regardless with your brown skin. And I tell them all the time, like, you know, they're so brown and I love it. Like, and looking like if me now would go back in time and tell that Zay, like, 
you're going to have some brown babies and you're going to like it, I would be so surprised. I probably wouldn't even believe myself because that wasn't an option for me back then. I needed light-skinned babies with good hair, curly hair, fine hair, so that they just wouldn't feel the way that I felt. Like I, I, didn't, I had a lot of um, hatred for myself, a lot. And um, I'm glad that as I got older and I got married, I'm with someone who loves my skin complexion. They don't complain about me being darker. They don't care that my butt cheeks is darker. Because, you know, he's nice and you have little dark butt cheeks. Yes. He don't care about none of that. And he didn't mind having darker children, kids that are darker than him. That don't matter to him. And, and to be comfortable with that is such a... And I feel like that's why as Black women, and I'm not knocking the people who want to be with white men, I get it, but there's something so comforting and empowering and beautiful about being a Black woman and being with a Black man and raising a full Black family. It's just something that's safe. Like, you're Black, I'm Black, we get it. I can look at you, you can look at me, and all we see is beauty. Me being dark-skinned, you know what I'm saying? Like, And so I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that I ended up with somebody who loves me and all of me and don't need me to be light skin or have long straight hair. Cause that's what my ex wanted. He wanted me to have the long hair and can do that for you, Bookie. <laughs> can do it. <laughs> can do that for you, Bookie. <laughs> I'm freaking weak, but no, like, and I feel like, um, one thing I am very grateful for, uh, once I did get into a relationship, um, that was never an issue. My skin color was never an issue. If anything, it was praised. Um, yep. and so I'm very grateful for that. And I, that's, that's all I expect from here on out with any relationship, any person I'm with. All I'm expecting you to do is is look at me and think, damn, like I have the most beautiful woman on my arm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. regardless of her skin or and 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 uh what's the word? Um with her skin. I can't think of the other the opposite of regardless, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like, <laughs> even with her skin, like she's so of her skin. Yeah. Is it in spite? I think, right? I think this is like in spite of her skin or despite my skin Maybe. complexion yeah, yeah let's go with something. that let's go with yeah. that but um <laughs> but <laughs> but I love that you were even able to kind of bring up like talking to your younger self and telling her like you're gonna have a black family you know what I'm saying you're gonna have a black family you're gonna love it you're gonna love your yeah. kid and that's something I really do look forward to when that time comes for me is being able to have that black family and being able to again just remind them how unique and beautiful they are and that's another thing when you have black kids they really can come out any shade like and i can sit here because you know what i'm saying like i can sit here and say all day like oh like my children are gonna be whatever skin tone i really don't know they can come out yellow they can come out like but i'm always always gonna make sure i am empowering them and i want to say because i know you mentioned the hair thing that's the thing within Mm -hmm. itself i don't want to get too deep into that um, I know for me growing up, nobody was really able to mention my hair, which is, I feel like another reason why they kind of just resorted to talking about how black I was because my hair was, my t- curl texture was looser than the friends that made fun of me. And mm-hmm. I know that that was, I thought that made them feel some type of way because imagine you arguing with this dark skinned girl and you want to say you got nappy hair. You want to say you, uh, uh, cause you know, they would say house and you know and then the field oh my gosh you know wow. what i'm saying like you want to say these things you can't even say it because i do have beautiful quote-unquote beautiful features because i feel like hair texture doesn't matter either but i feel like people always want to kind of jump to that as well and mm-hmm. of course yeah mm-hmm. and i feel like as a black woman growing up um i am very very grateful for the people in my family that reminded me 
you know, regardless of my hair, regardless of my body, because I feel like a lot of people kind of resort to my body as well. Like, oh, you basically like I'm a butterface. Like I have everything else going on, but I'm ugly or whatever. And again, it only equated back to my skin tone, which is stupid. But um, <laughs> but I'm super grateful that I had at least my grandmother, I will say, that was so proud of like our blackness and my grandfather that was so proud of our blackness. Again, I'm not trying to throw my mom under the bus, but she had her own traumas that she was dealing with. And it kind of fell onto me and my sister. Now, I will say Kayla is a little bit lighter to me. They made it seem like she was very yellow when she came out. When I look at the video, she don't look yellow to me. I'm just being real, Kayla. Sorry. But <laughs> she looked very much like paperback brown to me. But they made it seem like she was so yellow. And so, of course, they would compare us as well. Now, they wouldn't compare us as much as I feel like you said you and your sister were compared. But I know that that was something they would always kind of like mention is just like how I was darker than my sister. And I was the one that needed to stay out the sun. And I was the one that, you know what I'm saying, that had all these issues at school. I never heard Kayla come home complaining that somebody was saying that she was ugly or too dark or anything like that mm-hmm. ever that was me i was going through all of that i was getting all the punches you feel me like Girl, yeah. i was going it's- through it yeah but uh it's- but i feel like now like even like you know us having this conversation we can look at how how far we've come and how beautiful we really are like you know what i'm saying like with our afrocentric features because i know for you i'll be saying like well girl you got like i know i've said uh you have what is it called um like socially acceptable features. features or eurocentric yeah but i don't think yours are that eurocentric did i say eurocentric did i say that to you i don't know you said something like you said something like i guess it was like more i don't know not acceptable but i don't know what you said streamlined <laughs> basically i just said that like zay has more like model-esque type features to me um me on the other hand i have a wider nose i have bigger lips um I have like big eyes kind of not huge but you know and so I feel like I look like my dad and my dad is a black man from Alabama and um (laughs) and I do believe that women that look that range from the whole entire spectrum from Zay to me if it's your skin tone that's the problem that that's what people are calling you ugly for then they can absolutely kick rocks because that's not a real reason and it never will be right so for the little right. girls that are listening, um, the ones that are like going through this, because I feel like it's still very much a problem to this day, even with it being fetishized. I feel like it is still something that mm-hmm. you hear about. You know what I'm saying? Like little black girls coming home from school. It's the fact that, okay, and I, I don't mean to get, like, get off into a tangent, but it's the fact that we had to watch reactions of little girls talking about the little mermaid crying, talking about something. She looks like me. Like this shouldn't even be a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Like when I saw that, I was in tears. I was like, this is so amazing. Like it meant, the world to me because they know I love me some Disney but I felt like why is this even a thing like why are these little girls crying like this should have it should never be to this point to where we're crying because a Disney princess looks like us that's wild it's crazy that's why it's like being a black woman is already a lot comes with that and then being dark skin is just like an extra hurdle and it's like even though okay I'm already married it's still like as a black dark skinned woman, like there's, you got to do more. Like you just, you have to do so much more to be liked, to be accepted, to not be seen like an angry woman or an aggressive person to be seen as feminine, to be seen as like a soft woman, because they see us and automatically they think, well, we got an attitude or we're unapproachable or something like that. And it's not fair. And like you said, that shouldn't, it shouldn't have to take all these years for us to see representation on TV in cartoons like 
It's sad. It's it's beautiful, but it's sad. It's bittersweet. And Holly ain't even dark skin. Now imagine if she was dark skin, baby, they was already in the uproar. If she was a darker skinned black woman, we probably was we wouldn't be hearing the end of it. They would probably still be talking about what is this? What is this? It's funny that you bring up representation, right? Because think about it. Recently, Chris Brown dropped his video for what was it? No guidance? Whatever video he dropped Something. with Naomi. What the hell is her name? <laughs> is it Naomi? What is her well, name? I don't even know. You know what I'm I talking know what about. You're talking about. I know he just dropped the video, but not that video. The video he dropped. Um, embrace, wrap you with my warm embrace, whatever that song. Oh, warm embrace. Okay, yeah, warm embrace. And f- that video, so it wasn't no guy. That video he dropped, and his mm-hmm. the lady of the video was I can't remember her name, but she used to be in Fifth Harmony. She's a dark skinned woman. The comment. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, what is her name? I, I said Naomi. Is- it's something with an N. Oh my gosh, I cannot think of her name, but I know he's talking about. She did the song with Cardi B. Yes. I can't think of her name. Sorry, sis, if you ever, ever watch this, ever, never, but. <laughs> right. Imagine she's like, they forgot my name? Oh. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So when you bring up representation, the people in the comments were acting like they were feral. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they were so like, I can't believe Chris Brown did a video with a dark-skinned woman. He don't realize how good he looks with a dark-skinned woman. Like, I'm like, is this really where we are? <laughs> like, Wait, let me say something. Because mm-hmm. didn't it come out that Chris Brown had said, like, he had said something yeah. about dark-skinned women. Yes, he preferred light-skinned Yeah. Right. He preferred light-skinned women. And then ASAP Rocky came out and said something like, dark-skinned women shouldn't wear no red lipstick. So I think, and, and like you're saying, it's sad that these women are feral because we shouldn't have to scrap and try to prove to people that we're worthy of love. Like, Y'all can be with us and love us and think that we're beautiful. That's sick. Now yes. we can't even wear lipstick without y'all looking at us like a monkey with some red on their lips. Oh, That's crazy. God. Girl, when, it, when we got into like wearing wigs, blonde mm-hmm. wigs, platinum blonde wigs, brown skin. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's crazy to me. It really One thing is I will say, mm-hmm. and I think I mentioned this to you before is as black women, dark-skinned women, brown women, we have undertones. So I will say that I believe black women can wear blonde. We can wear whatever the H-E double hockey sticks we want, but we got to make sure that it suits our undertones. Because somebody with like red undertones may not look good with the certain color blonde hair. So that's the only thing that we have to take into account. But it does not mean that we can't rock a blonde wig. We can't rock blonde hair or anything like that because we're dark. And I used to, oh, my bad. I used to feel like that. Like when I was in school, I never wore yellow. I never wore pink. I never wore any color that would accentuate my blackness. So I'm wearing black. I'm wearing brown. I'm wearing, I wouldn't even wear white because I'm like, I'm too dark for that. I used to tell my mom that even my nail color, I, I didn't get red nails until I was like out of high school. Cause I'm like, ew, it's gonna make my fingers look like hot dogs. And I got red, like ketchup on my fingertips. You know what I'm, That's how I felt. Wow. So I was always stifled in that. And I, now that I'm older, I'm like, I'm going to wear whatever the freak I want. Yep. Royal blue, orange. I'm Because I look good and I'm beautiful. Mm-hmm. And yeah, girl, that whole like, dark skin women can't wear this and we can't do it. Yes, we can. We got to figure out what looks best for our skin tone. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean we can't wear it at all. The heck? That pissed me <laughs> off. Yeah. I mean, I can't wear my blonde wig. 
I'm when you mentioned the whole because I forgot about that ASAP Rocky thing. That's wild. Like, ain't no way he out here talking about some black or dark skinned woman shouldn't. Um, he's low key a dark skinned man. So what is he talking about? Like, shut up. Yeah, I don't know. I It's always like, mm, what's the word? Like, it's shady. Like they try to be shady. They try to say it in a way where it doesn't seem like it's an uppercut to us, but it is. Yeah, absolutely. It is. It's always like, what is it called? Um, backhanded compliments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me not say that. Go ahead. What? Go ahead. Mm-mm. Say it, because I don't care. I don't know if gonna I was going to say, right, like, I know we all have preferences. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to, okay, I don't want to be with a black, a dark-skinned woman, why is that not a preference? Like, are we able to un- make have an understanding of our preferences? So, for example, right, I personally wouldn't want to be with a white man. And I don't think it has anything to do with, okay, I don't like his skin, but I think it's just the culture and their practices and certain other things. I wouldn't be able to deal with, but not just because like you're white. You understand yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So absolutely. as a dark skinned person, why don't you, what, why? What about it? Why is it just our skin that you don't want? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that, that question has been asked and those would be like the men with podcasts. that would be like, why are you guys so upset? Why do you need to know like a reason? And like the reasons that they bring up are so like, just they pulling it out of their buttholes like literally like it never ever ever is a legitimate real reason it's always well you're angry or this or that you know people are different you know every and human being has- gonna say, like it's not because of our skin what they end up doing is describing women in general how all women can be dark skin light skin white latina like we can all be angry. We can all have an attitude. We can all do those things. So is it really my skin? Like you just, I would respect it more. People were just like, I don't think that that's pretty. I don't think having dark skin is pretty, but it doesn't have anything to do with like, because that's a character. That's somebody's character. Them yep. being angry or aggressive. That changes with people. Stereotype. That has nothing to do with my skin. You just think I'm ugly because I'm dark. Just say that. Yes. Just say that you think it's ugly. I'd rather you say that than to, oh, it's because y'all are angry. Latinas get angry and y'all love it. Y'all think it's spicy. Y'all think it's sexy when they angry. But let a Darcy woman get angry. Uh-uh. I got to get out of here because y'all crazy. Like, that's sick. Because y'all white, are White women get crazy and they poison your tail and try to kill you. That's cool. Right? But a, a Darcy woman is angry and we're looked down upon for that. And I feel like it's not fair. A woman is a woman. We all have certain things that we're emotional beings. Yeah. So it's not fair to just label all that stuff on black women, but white and Spanish women or Asian women, it's okay. Yeah. Sick. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> no, because you you really spitting facts. Like this, these are all valid points. And these are the times where I wish I could have a conversation with a toxic man. And just like <laughs> it just hear them spinning. Like I feel like that's what they would just spin out of control. Like they wouldn't even know how to genuinely formulate an answer and more likely we probably be speaking in circles to them anyways but i just these are the times where i really do wish like we had like again like because i want i want you to tell me why i want you to explain yeah. it to me you know what i'm saying because yeah. they can't because they genuinely mm-hmm. can't something that's not general yeah something that can't be applied to every woman that's what i need to know like what is it that's such a mm, girl that's that's right? the conversation with it's always itself. general yeah. stuff like i can say that about a spanish woman i can say that about becky I can say that about an Asian woman who gets angry 
what is it about us? Genuinely, like, wh- why? Like, we just, our skin is dark. We can't even help that. Like, I could understand if, like, we were able to hop into a booth and choose our skin complexion. Thank you. We're born this way. And we can bleach, but we're going to be looking crazy. So it's like, what? And then we get made fun of for that. Because we, there's that man. I haven't seen him in a long time. Mm-hmm. But the guy on TikTok, um, and he has very much bleached skin. And that man looks ashy as all get out. And, I, and I don't, I'm, I'm not. Huh? The uncle guy that would dance. He didn't speak. He right. spoke French. Yes, him. <laughs> and I feel like you stupid. I feel like I feel like we're always like it's like damned if we do, damned if we don't. Like it, it does not matter. You really do just have to be with somebody that genuinely just loves you for you and doesn't give a damn what color your skin is. And if I'm being real, I've noticed more white men going after dark skinned women. Truly. Especially mm-hmm. now. Like you know what I'm saying? Like whenever I see interracial couples and it's a white man and a black woman, they're usually with a dark skin. At least what I've seen from TikTok and TikTok, I feel like has opened up a lot of doors to seeing more lifestyles and um, you know more cultures and things like that. And I will say it's usually a dark skinned black woman with a you know a white man. And it's a shame that you know what's interesting? It's a shame that they can see us with our Afro hair and be like, and not in a weird like fetishy way, but genuinely be like mesmerized and fascinated and be like that's so beautiful like that makes you even more gorgeous i love seeing you in your most natural state and that's something i want to be um praised not praised but i, I want to be normalized as well as us wearing our natural hair being in our natural state and being proud of that unless it's something that you personally prefer to not wear and it's not mm-hmm. due to someone making you feel bad about it but it's just due to like okay i can't manage this or i don't want to mm-hmm. deal with it, or whatever the case may be then that's one thing but I don't want it to be to where like I can't even you can't even wear because for a long time I wouldn't even wear my natural hair. I thought my hair was too curly. I thought it was too tight and coily. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like there there's tighter curls and and I feel like there should be more representation with that as well. Like I want it to be that I love you in your most natural state. You look amazing in those relations in, in relationships in general with specifically dark skinned women because we're the ones who get it the the worst. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. And I want to ask you a question. So when you said the white men going after dark skinned women, I remember I saw someone saying that they feel like um, black dark skinned women go after the white men because they kind of allow us to have this power and we don't feel like we have to like rise above you or be above you. Like we're on the same level. Like they, the white people sit in, he sits in his power she sits in her power and he doesn't make her feel bad for that how do you feel about that with in regards to that whole thing oh I was gonna say diminishing as well I feel like because you were saying that you know they could be with a white man also because you know he allows her to send her power rather than feel like she's above him I feel like being with some of these men um we feel like we have to bring ourselves to a lower standard to make their masculinity or manhood you know rise above or whatever because black women are very strong. We are very um, black women in general. Not, uh, And I'm not trying to generalize mm-hmm. us, but I'm just saying we are. We, we've gone through a lot, so we have to be strong in a lot of different ways. Dark skin, light skin, doesn't matter. But I want to say that uh, with the whole white men being able to allow black women to walk in her right, yes, I, I mm-hmm. now do I have, can I speak from experience? No, and I, I don't want to... Um, speak like I just have a fact on this or anything like that but what I've seen in a lot of the interracial couples that I followed in the past or anything like that I have seen them be able to which is why I kind of mentioned the whole hair thing 
you know, because mm-hmm. I see them be able to take a step back and just appreciate the woman that she is and all of her glory mm-hmm. and then not be yeah. this competition or, and sometimes I do feel like it's even because they're different races um, that he's able to kind of appreciate it even more for himself because it's not like, I feel like sometimes and not all the time there can be competition in, in, in black marriages because I feel like because of what black women have gone through, uh, whether they like dealt with single black motherhood things like that or whatever I feel like a lot of black women can kind of overpower or kind of take like you know how do I say is that, is that help me out here because <laughs> I'm trying to get my I understand what you're saying it's almost like that again it's that fight for power like that authority because as a black man and a black woman we both have to go we've gone through a lot of things we both have to do more in life and so I feel like black men and black women kind of struggle because we don't we got to understand we're on the same team just because you're a man and i'm a woman like yeah we're a little different but we're both black we both got to fight a little more we got to work harder so it's like you got to realize not one person not above the other but we're better together like two heads are better than one and i think that's where that headbutting comes from because the black woman has to find her place the black man has to find her place and when they come home it's like Maybe they forget that because now it's like I'm around this black woman and there's we're so used to just trying to find our place and fit in and do the right thing. And like once we get home, that has to fall away. That shouldn't matter anymore. So you're probably right. Like you're that probably is. And it's funny because I never thought about that, like competition in black marriages, but it really could be. Cause and, and be. I, I don't want to generalize. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when I say competition in black marriages, I just mean like sometimes there's even because I was also kind of going down the route of like the women specifically black women because of their mother maybe this is a generational thing so maybe their mothers were single mothers and those mothers before them were single mothers so they come into this new power right that they are these independent black women and they get with a black man and they say they make more money than them or Mm -hmm. say they are entrepreneurs or whatever the case may be and they are so strong in their in that right I do think some black men are intimidated and I feel like the white men see that and are impressed rather than I agree. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. so they're already like, yeah. up there. So, and maybe that's what it is. Yeah. The white man doesn't have to compete with the black woman because she's already, he's already there. He already got it. He's good. Whereas the black woman, she can sit on her power and he doesn't feel intimidated or threatened because he got it made. And it's kind of crazy to like, Think about it that way, but it makes sense where the black woman doesn't feel like she has to fight for dominance or fight for a position because his position is already there because he's a white man. Mm-hmm. And and that's crazy. That's right? It's almost like the, the white man is the black woman's golden ticket. Wow. If you think about it, right? Like yeah. that's the golden ticket. And, and it doesn't mean everything's going to be easier for her, mm-hmm. but having a white man, it's like, it's like you get VIP because I know somebody who worked there. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. that type of thing. Yes. So yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's sick. (laughs) (laughs) It's knocking. Like I'm. I don't want to knock anybody who is in an interracial relationship or likes that stuff. You know, because I used to want to be with a white man too. But it's just things that we've seen, and being in a black. I'm with a black man, and I know what that's like. And like Jada said, seeing other people talk about being with a white man as a black woman and what that's like for them. You can just surmise that that's what it's like for them. And maybe it's not really a negative thing, but I don't know. It's just that makes a lot of sense. 
That makes I want to clarify that for me personally, I do not oppose being with any other race, especially if that's what God wants for me. God, right. like, yeah, daddy, right. your husband's white. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's yeah. white. The yeah. reason why I feel like I would still, I would still be, I guess, open enough to date a white man is because of the white men that I see that we just discussed. Those kind of white men, not the weird ones, not the fetishy ones, not the ones that just mm-hmm. want to check black girl off their list. The ones right. that genuinely appreciate and again are impressed by black women, entrepreneurs, whatever, whoever you are, whatever you got going on, and see me as an asset to their life, as someone that can bring a new perspective or someone that can bring just joy and genuinely love me for me, then yes, I absolutely would not be opposed to that. Um, Do I believe exactly what you said earlier about uh, I want somebody that knows my struggle? Absolutely. Um, I want you know, I would want, I, it would be more ideal, I guess I should say, for me to be with yeah, somebody that knows, yeah, you know, knows what it's like to be black and to have the black experience. Um, but again, like, I wouldn't be completely turned off by being with any race, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, yeah. <laughs> and I want to mention, and I don't know if he'll ever watch, but Donnie has a friend who was with a white woman for years like six years they weren't married or anything but the, he had gotten to a point in his life where he realized there was such a deficit in their relationship because she was white and he was black and she didn't understand him culture wise there was nothing there for him wow and he you know realized like oh crap like we really are different like I love you but like i if we have kids, what can you share? What can, how can we, you know, do this together? Cause I'm black and I have all this experience with this type of music or this and that. And it's like, we don't even have a shared culture. I can't even talk to you about that and enjoy. We can't listen to the same music and you understand or we have the same dishes. And that was probably like the first time where like, it was something close to home where I heard that experience. And at the time, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of like, well, you knew what you were getting into six years ago when you got with her. You know what I'm saying? Like you knew she was a white woman. You knew that there was a possibility that y'all wouldn't be able to share anything culture wise. It took you six years to be like, oh, snap. Like, you know, um, and that's not to rag on him because I get it. Like, I completely understand. Like, you want to be able to be with somebody who kind of already gets it. And that's not to knock the people like who are with a white person or Asian or something like that. And they have to teach them their culture. That's fine. Because I see people on on TikTok, having fun teaching their significant other music and how we dance and what we like to eat and all that stuff. For me personally, how to take though, down their braids. Like, <laughs> what did you say? How to take down their braids? <laughs> well, yeah, and yeah. and some we're not even gonna get into that, but sometimes even that kind of like rubs me the wrong way every now and then when I see certain things. But you know, I prefer to have a man who understands why I like to have yams on Thanksgiving or why I like to listen to a certain type of music and why I like to dance a certain way or why I need this bonnet on my head. Yeah. And I don't, ha- cause I feel like for me, if I was with a white man, I wouldn't like having to answer questions on, well, why do you have this bae? Or What kind of hair is this bae? Or, oh, these are braids. Like, how, you know, how do you do this? Cause even being in the workplace, working with predominantly white people, we deal with that stuff as black women and it's frustrating wow, you did something new with your hair. What is that? Like, and it doesn't, it doesn't come from a place of genuine curiosity. It comes from a place of, this is weird. Like almost like yes. a, a weird 
never seen. Like, hmm, never seen this bug before. What's this? And that's why I wouldn't be able to be with the white man. And I'm not knocking the people who do. But for me, it's culture. For me, it's that understanding and that comfort of knowing I put this bonnet on at night. And he's not looking at me like, what's that on your head? Like, why do you need that? Yeah. Asking me these questions. Um, Microaggressions. <laughs> microaggressions. Yes. In the workplace. I was going to say in the workplace can be a whole episode within itself, bro. Yeah. The amount of yeah. like, and I don't know if I can speak on this because, you know, I'm technically at a new job, but even here at my new job, which I'm very grateful for, uh, I've dealt with a lot of microaggressions. Have I brought it to their attention yet? No. Uh, will I? Maybe. Especially mm -hmm. if it continues. Um, is it all the time? No. Well, kind of low key. <laughs> <laughs> It kind of lucky is on damn time, but yeah. um, that I feel like that's something that is extremely important and should be discussed as well. Um, but this is about being a dark skinned woman, so we're gonna we're gonna get back to that. But yeah, microaggressions yeah, in the workplace is so mm -hmm. real, and it is so uncomfortable, and it is so frustrating. I literally don't have words, and so to experience microaggressions in my own relationship, yes, yeah, no, I. I just don't want to have to teach anybody. I'm I'm at a place in my life right back then. I probably would have thought that that was cute. Like, oh, yeah. he's interested to know. But now, as a grown woman, if I wasn't married, I probably wouldn't go for anyone outside of my own race simply because of that. Like, I don't have the time. It doesn't feel good for you to question me, and I feel weird. And then also to have to wonder, what is your family going to think about me? Because you know, you see those relationships where they're like, "Oh, my family would love me," but really, what's in the back of your mind? Yeah. Like, what are y'all? What are y'all feeling like? And maybe that's just an insecurity on my part, and I'm just not secure enough to be with somebody of a different race. Maybe that's just what it is. But that's my personal preference, and it's nothing against the people who are with someone of a different race. I commend you because I know that that in itself takes a lot of strength. Yeah. Because I know y'all probably get looked at all the time mm -hmm. being with somebody in a different race and wondering like, what the heck. So I commend y'all for that. And that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. So, girl, I want to know what you want to leave us with tonight. Out of everything we talked about, the fetish community. Of being a dark-skinned woman. Um, I am so proud that I am no longer where I was. Mm -hmm. I am so grateful that God has helped me to fall in love with my skin. I'm so thankful that I was even blessed to be in a relationship where I never thought about my skin tone um, in the past. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I am so mm -hmm. blessed and thankful that I am now proud of my chocolate skin. If anything, I see it as such an asset and I look at myself, I look at my skin and I talk about how I want to get tan, how I'm getting pale, especially mm -hmm. in the winter. I'll be like, dang, like I need some sun. I'm so grateful that I now look at myself and, and proud of what I see in the mirror in regards to my skin tone. Um, mm -hmm. Other stuff like acne and whatnot, can't help that. <laughs> but, but, but other than that, though, like, I, I'm so just, yeah, that's where I am right now. I, I'm so blessed that I'm not where I was as a kid. And I would tell myself, and I know I, it's so funny because we all like, oh, you know, I would go back in time and I would tell myself, I know for a fact that I would not listen to myself. I know for a fact that 10-year-old mm, yeah. Jada would be like, F you, I'm ugly. Um, but I I can't wait for, for, I mean, that sounds silly, but I look forward to the day that I can look forward, you know, to the future and see how beautiful I'm going to age. Um, mm. You know, where, where you know, my skin is going to be in another 20, 30 years. And 
if I take care of it and I plan on it because I, I keep the cocoa butter. I keep my mom's uh, shameless plug. My mom sells uh, <laughs> my mom sells body butter. <laughs> I be ooh, I be smooth. These knees, that's nothing. We was talking about like you know, like legs and knees and stuff like that being mm-hmm. black or whatever. Elbows being black, child. My knees is not as black they used to be. And mind you, y'all, that's not. That's that's more likely dry skin. Like whenever, you, like if your knees is mad, like I'm serious. If your knees are like mad dark, it's more than likely dry skin exfoliate, and they will become the the skin color of the rest of your body. Not necessarily light skin, but they'll even out. So that's that's what I want to say. That's my last words. Exfoliate so your body can be one tone. <laughs> yes. So I think. Uh, I want to leave um, with this just saying that I love the concept of what would you tell your younger self? And I, if I could, I would go back in time and tell my younger self that you are beautiful. I would tell my younger self to stop comparing yourself to these light-skinned friends that you have because, yes, they may be beautiful and all the dudes like them, but you are beautiful too. Yes. I would tell myself not to enter into a relationship with that dark-skinned man because he was not going to value your dark skin. Um, and I would, I would really try to like, oh, I would push myself to like, cause baby, if growing up, I had the confidence that I have now, <laughs> I probably would have been farther in life if I'm being honest, because it, all that lack of confidence, um, instilled a lot of fear in me. I was afraid to just do anything to talk to people and experience life. So I want to say, like Jada said, be proud if you're a dark-skinned woman, because I know there are some older dark-skinned women who still don't feel confident in their skin. You are beautiful, Buki, okay? Like, you are beautiful. And like Jada said, if you if your skin is a problem where maybe you're uneven, because we've dealt with that, um, exfoliating, like natural, like shea butters and cocoa butters, and it's okay to take a little, you know, vitamin C if you want to lighten or something like that, but don't go trying to change yourself. And if you struggling right now because you feel like the reason why you ain't with a man or somebody, first off, go to God and heal. God will love you, okay? Yeah. But also, there's going to be somebody out there who will love you and your dark skin, and that won't be a problem. It won't be a deficit, you know? So, yeah. That, and I want to say to all them weirdos out there who make this stuff a fetish, cut it out. Get yeah. help. <laughs> Get help. <laughs> you stupid. Yeah. a fetish. You're a trend or a fad. Either you like us or you don't. Yeah. Don't we're not like bags that you gotta hold on your arm to make you look good. Like, no, love us for who we are, period. Cause one thing that is a fact, we are never going away. Dark skinned women, it. because I feel like people made it like, you know, remember that picture that came out, and this is the last thing I'm gonna say, I swear. Remember that picture that came out like in 2012 that was like, oh, this is the future. Like, this is what we're all gonna oh, look yeah, like. Yeah, all the nice skins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, that could very well be the case because there's gonna be mixed races, but at the end of the day, there are there will always, from the beginning of time to now, will be dark skinned people in general, women yes. and men. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're not going anywhere. So please, please instill within your chocolate dark skin and you know me i don't like to say chocolate. but until you're you know your dark skin babies let them know that your skin is so perfect you are yes. perfect you know in your own right never never let a day go by without tell especially especially little girls yeah let them know how beautiful they are it don't matter what people say like your skin is beautiful and one last thing um stop saying that we're pretty for a dark skin woman or we're pretty for a black woman that's not okay it's not a compliment bro 
at all. So, yeah, like it really is this if I'm pretty, I'm pretty. Just say, Oh, you're so beautiful. You know, don't right. say I'm beautiful for a black woman either. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bro, that's not a compliment. Like for real. It sucks hearing that. It's not it doesn't feel good. It doesn't make us feel good. We're not sitting there like, oh my God, you said I'm beautiful for a dark skin girl. We're sitting there like what? Like, what you mean for a dark skin girl? Yeah. So yeah, I think this was very educational for those who may not be black at all because we we yeah. have listeners of all races, and I do want to make a disclaimer if you you are still listening all the way up until this ending. Um, we have right. no problem with interracial relationships, none of that stuff. Again, be proud of who you are with, be proud of whoever you love because that's your heart and that's who God's heart is. That's why God created us all different. Um, we're all de- yep. different, but we're all equal in his eyes, period. So, um, yeah, like if that's your thing, God bless you. God bless your relationship. And I pray that it is extremely successful and healthy and beautiful. So thank you for listening to another episode of Kenny Confessions. Uh, I'm going to drop our social medias. We have our Instagram, which is Kenny Confessions Podcast. Um, and then also our TikTok, which is Kenny Confessions Podcast. We are going to place a hold on kind of posting like our YouTube videos for a while. Um, until we figure out what we want to do with that platform. Uh, but yeah, Can Confessions podcast on both TikTok and Instagram. And then my personal Instagram is Jada B period L-O-V-E-D. Again, Jada B period L-O-V-E-D. And you can follow me on Instagram at Zay Hudson. Um, that's Z-A-E Hudson, y'all. It ain't the one with the Y. Um, and I also want to make another announcement. I know that when we started this, we decided we were going to post every week, every Friday. But one thing that we are fond of is our mental health. And I think we need to take a step back, regroup, figure out what's best for the both of us so that mentally we're both there and also we're putting out the best content that we can. So we're probably going to go from posting every Friday to every other Friday. So, you know, just a week waiting, just so we can gather our thoughts and really push out what needs to be pushed out okay yeah we want to make sure that our listeners have the best version of us yes because that matters yeah because if we're not good the content ain't gonna be good and that defeats the purpose of even doing the podcast in the first place so mental health matters y'all that's that's really the last thing get if you need therapy go ahead baby that's okay don't be ashamed get you some help get you some help it is okay even in regards to the trauma you've dealt with with your dark skin like Mm -hmm. if if you really have gone through something traumatic because you are a dark-skinned woman please get that help yeah yes go to therapy and also god god is the best therapist and i'm not even trying to be religious y'all but i'm gonna stick by him and he's the best therapist that you can have and you can have both you can talk to god and go talk to a, a therapist too but you know get help and it's okay if you need help it's okay like it's so important to rest and to take care of yourself mentally, physically, emotionally. Yeah. Take the time for yourself, y'all. Please do, especially if y'all got kids and a husband and a household to take care of. Maybe this is a word for somebody. Go ahead and rest. Because the Lord going to move anytime. Yes, rest. And there's even a faith-based um, therapist. Yes, there are yeah. Christian therapists. If you decide, like, mm, I want to be talk to somebody who's in my faith, they have a lot of Christian-based therapists. I know BetterHelp is one of them, um, and I'm actually like working with BetterHelp um, to get people, you know, discounts on therapy sessions because therapy can be very expensive. I know a lot of people don't have insurance, but even if you can save up a couple of dollars and go ahead and put it towards that, do it because it matters. It's really important. So, thank you all for tuning in again, and we will see y'all when we see y'all.
Bye. Deuces.